Hi everyone and welcome to the Redefined podcast. I'm Hannah and I'm Ez and today is our fourth episode which is very exciting and we are going to be talking about forgiveness um, but before we do that um, it's a really good opportunity to ask what we are thankful for. So Ez what are you thankful for this week? I am thankful for a huge transformation. I started off the week feeling quite ill and then Tuesday of this week I just felt a huge lift um, of my of my mental health really and you know I've, I've gone through a while of struggling quite a bit and I just feel like I've been completely restored by God and yeah I feel like I can finally sort of move on which is what we're talking about with forgiveness but I feel like I, I can put the past behind me and actually completely move on and um, yeah a real answer so good so good yeah what about you Hannah um I'm really thankful for um just God's provision um these last couple of weeks I've had quite a different change of um I guess um culture as I've started working in a school and yeah there's lots of things that needed God's help and he's just provided greatly and it's just been incredible an incredible experience so far and um yeah God's so good yeah. so yeah fab so um yeah today we are looking at forgiveness and I kind of wanted to put a little statement out there and see maybe we should start off with this so my kind of question it's not really a question it's more of a statement but this statement says your level of forgiveness determines your level of freedom I feel like that's a good place to start (laughs) um so any thoughts I think I believe that's true I believe if we're stuck I always quoted one of my songs I won't do it (laughs) (laughs) if we're stuck in a in a time of um of constantly thinking about the past and feeling trapped then then we can't be as free we can be Christian and have that freedom in Jesus but it's about actually putting those those anxieties and those worries at Jesus's feet mm-hmm. um, so yeah I believe if if we're stuck in in any level of forgiveness then we won't be as free as we could be with Jesus mm-hmm. I think also like being stuck in that in that place can bring you real bitterness and I think I've seen in a lot of non-Christians that that state and Christians to be fair happens to everyone but where they just cannot they cannot live their lives because they are so tied up by um this hatred or this um this shame that they've felt from something that they should have just forgiven and it's not easy I'm not saying that I've never been bitter or (laughs) anything like that but 
it can be really hard to be proactive and yeah as I say just not be bitter about something like that because it it can really shape who you are and what you do and um your relationships with people even if you know it's not about that particular person your relationship with them could still be rocky because you can maybe not trust other friendships or other family members and or yourself and to get to a place where you can forgive it just it's like a weight off your shoulders that reminds me of um something i read in god has a name by john mark Comer. i think it's how you pronounce it he wrote how how we act is how we believe god is and vice versa so i guess mm. if we're stuck in this in this time of bitterness and um like revenge we may perceive god as a revengeful god um mm. and the other round, way around if we if we choose to forgive with god then we we see god as um as more forgiving and a god of love and I, yeah, I think it's really important to try and view God as the Bible teaches us. And yeah, I don't know where I'm going with that, but <laughs> no, I think it links. It links kind of to the. Um, there's always kind of a debate around you know the Old Testament and the New Testament and the God of wrath and then the God of God of love and and how some people perceive it as two different things but actually you know the bible is put together and structured so beautifully and and the way it, it kind of progresses is just one big journey and one big kind of story that that facilitates and, and gives an opportunity for forgiveness through jesus and i think it's important to remember that yes we do have a god of justice that we find a lot in the old testament um and if i'm honest i'm happy that we have a god of justice because there's a lot of unthing unfair things in this world that that shouldn't be happening um but we also have that god of love that um sacrifices his his son um to forgive us even though we don't deserve it and i think there's such a beautiful kind of exchange where we can as you say earlier like lay things down at Jesus's feet knowing that he is the God of justice but also loves us in return it's about trusting God in any situation and like we may we may have something that happens to us where we just want to act out and mm. show people how horrible this person is and act out in revenge but actually it's the good the good thing to do is just laying all your problems at Jesus's feet let just pray mm. for him pray that your anxiety is taken away and just letting God take control in that situation we as humans just want to take control of everything but it's about mm. letting God take control and that is the best way we can ever deal with anything. I don't yeah. <laughs> let him take control. It's always good that comes from it. Yeah. And I think it's interesting that they use in that statement that I read at the start, like 
the word level because um so your level of forgiveness determines your level of freedom and I think we can often push it to the side and say yeah I've forgiven them but there's so many layers to forgiveness and so many levels as it says and every time we forgive we are unlocking a level of freedom and yeah I think if we're giving God that control he's gonna he's gonna help us to unlock those different chains and and eventually help us to be free because it's not it's not just a one-time thing um and, and also if you think okay I've forgiven them that's kind of allowing pride just to to step in and take over where actually if we if we are acknowledging like this statement says that there are levels to forgiveness that we're we're understanding that we are also sinners and we are um never going to be perfect um so yeah yeah I definitely agree forgiveness is a process it isn't a one-time deal and also like it's not easy to forgive um it takes a lot of time a lot of patience and and god's strength to do that and i think for me personally in my life when i've prayed to forgive those that have wronged me i've had times when i've done that on on a day and then that same day I'll see that person that mm. and like part of me is like is this God testing me if I've forgiven them mm. but actually I believe that is the enemy trying to stop that forgiveness and trying mm. to trying to make it um make it a bigger problem again and stopping that trust um that we have in God and um, that's not to put anyone off from forgiving anyone. Like it is a journey, um, mm. but ultimately we can't handle these things by ourselves. We can only do it with Jesus. And like Jesus forgave so many people for, um, for their wrongdoings and knew he was going to die and that, um, and that people would betray him, but he, he decided even though he knew that was coming he'd still eat with them he'd still still love them and I think that is something that we can massively learn from I think um forgiveness is kind of a phrase that's like kind of thrown around in Christian circles and and kind of not really explained as something that's really painful Mm. um because the reason we need to forgive is because we've been hurt and we've been wounded Mm. and from my perspective how on earth are you meant to forgive without recognizing those wounds and if anyone knows anything about you know wounds if you touch it it's gonna hurt or it's gonna get worse depending on what happens but it can be such a fragile thing to do and 
you have to be really, really careful in how you approach it and, and guarding your heart with it and seeking advice from people you trust and, um, yeah, as you say, giving it to God and letting him um, guide where you go with it. Because, you know, we could sit here and just say, do this, do this and do this. And you will have forgiven all the people that you're bitter towards. But actually, some things are not helpful for people. Um, sometimes um, distance is appropriate in the context of forgiveness. Sometimes um, being back friends with someone or being close to someone isn't actually God's will um, in terms of what he wants for you. Um, in terms of your healing and it it's it's a very much a two-sided thing you know we we're told to forgive others but we also need to put ourselves in the equation not not being selfish but we need to look at um you know why we're forgiving and what the implications are of that and what we can cope with mm-hmm. um in god's strength looking at it you know on a surface level of what we think we can cope with and maybe thinking okay god what what do you say that i can cope with and then kind of matching things up and going forward with something that um it might not always be comfortable but um something that actually is beneficial and positive because we can humans let us down and again and again and again mm-hmm. even even people we love the most you know like they don't mean to but they can let us down and we've got to be really careful that we don't put ourselves in a vulnerable position because that is all part of forgiveness that actually we yeah we don't we don't forget it I think they say forgive and forget but actually I don't think that's actually a very biblical thing because part of grace is saying yeah you you've messed up but I'm going to give you grace anyway and if we don't if we just forget that that's happened then how are we meant to give grace and how is grace meant to be this awesome thing that we can give out because you know the beauty of it is that it's so rare that someone actually wants to love someone who has done wrong and if you're not recognizing that someone did something wrong then there's no there's no beauty out of that and there's no acceptance. Yeah. So I'm not saying like hold people accountable for it for the rest of their lives. Don't don't let it creep up on you. There needs to be a balance of, you know, don't let it keep coming back and saying, oh well, won't trust them with this anyway, because of what they did so many years ago. Don't do that, but allow allow that to be something as a catalyst for grace and um to be part of the restoration of of your relationship with them um and that can come in different forms it doesn't have to be so your best friends again or whatever um but but yeah allow allow grace to step in um Mm. because it's not helpful just to forget it um yeah yeah and that's exactly who god is like when we commit a sin god doesn't forgive and forget he he accepts and forgives 
and it's about us acknowledging we've done wrong and accepting it and him accepting it and then receiving forgiveness for it and I believe it's the same principle for us as human beings with one another it's about um actually surrendering that's a key important part of it it's it's being open-handed with our heart and our pain that we've gone through and giving up that desire for for revenge and Mm. even forgiving ourselves is important I think if we're focusing on forgiving others we actually have to forgive ourselves and I know um recently for me I've actually felt during this stage of forgiveness for other people I felt like I've had to um contact some people that perhaps I've hurt in the past and and apologize to them and ask for forgiveness for them just so I can um I can feel that I've done something good not in a selfish way I want them to feel better but um, I think that that just asking people to forgive me for things that are completely um, unrelated to my journey of forgiveness actually let me then be able to forgive other people Mm. I mean it says in the Lord's Prayer doesn't it like forgive us our sins as we forgive those who have sinned against us and it's a two two way street that we if we want to be forgiven we need to we need to start forgive forgiving and recognizing that we are also wrong sometimes and um yeah it can be really tricky to to see yourself in that way and, and again you do have to be careful that you're not um putting too much on yourself and labeling yourself too much because that's also not what God wants, but to see yourself through his eyes, see yourself through the eyes of grace and love and justice. And then, and yeah, as you say, forgive yourself and ask for forgiveness. And it's really important that, you know, we're called to forgive others, um, but we're also equally called to repent over and over again. And I think, you know, until we recognise that we are in need of forgiveness and we actively ask for that forgiveness, we cannot give out in the same way. Yeah, exactly that. And when when we think about God's love, we know God loves us, but actually he also loves the people that have wronged us just as much. Mm-hmm. There's no hierarchy of his love. We don't earn his love. He keeps giving it to us. And that's just a huge lesson for us to try and live like that, um, which is really difficult. But Mm. loving others is massively important. Um, And like when when we have feelings crop up that are of revenge and and wanting to get to get our own back we can it's just choosing to forgive again and again and again until you don't think about it every day until it doesn't crop up as often 
and it's it's choosing love over hate and over yeah. revenge and yeah I think it's hard though because um I guess some people would probably listen to that and say but that's not recognizing their sin properly and that's not um acknowledging the hurt that it's caused and I guess what I'm I'm going to try and say is that forgiveness isn't isn't something that just yeah forgets that it happened and forgets that it hurt but actually it's the process of trying to let go of those those feelings um it can be yeah so so easy to to kind of feel safe in um that hurt because you've if you've held it for so long and I've definitely experienced this if you if you've held an emotion um from from something that's happened to you for so long it can feel start feeling like your safe place so that you know forgiveness then is a huge challenge because it doesn't feel right to let go of that um and because you expect it because because you've held on to it your perspective of of people is that emotion that hurt and that disappointment and until that is let go of there's no way you can be free and and see people through through God's eyes and of his heavenly perspective um and that's not yeah that's not to condemn anyone that's that's just being human isn't it like it's so so common and so easy and we've definitely not got it right at times and yeah I think it's something that we will never stop learning about you know we're always going to be hurt by people always going to be let down by people and every time we are it's going to be a different experience and we're going to have to learn all over again but that's okay um <laughs> that is okay that's exactly why we have and need Jesus like we'll never measure up to to God we can try our best to live as much like Jesus as possible that's what we're called to do and to worship him but ultimately we'll always mess up we're not perfect yeah and it's as, just because we can acknowledge that for ourselves doesn't mean um doesn't mean that we shouldn't not have that expectation for other people like people will let us down but it's about not not giving up and um like forgiveness isn't about giving up it's it's about just letting god take control of our situation yeah it's not it's not about being weak and be and putting your hands up and be like fine just hurt me fine i don't care um hurt me as many times as you want you know forgiveness is about justice and um and it's really important that you know we stand up for things that have like gone wrong and um that there's truth and honesty within that and we yeah we should we should be asking for people's forgiveness but we also should be pointing out you know this this actually really hurt and having honest 
and vulnerable conversations with people and saying, look, you actually really hurt me then. And not doing it in any way that's hurtful, but from a place of, from love and constructive criticism. (laughs) Um, Obviously, if you're not in the right place to do that, and if you've not, I guess, like got that level of um, forgiveness that you you feel is um, dwelling in you, then, then maybe that's not right for you. But yeah, maybe sometimes a start is we just need to stop being so British about it and just, you know, closing things off and actually generally have conversations with people, especially people we love, um, that we can just be honest with. And maybe that's a step forward. Maybe that's how we are going to grow together in, in our relationships. Maybe that's something that we need to learn to do. And, you know, even... Um, you know the woman at the well in the bible she she reeled off all that she'd done wrong and she was honest and said that this is how she felt in those moments and Jesus was there as the other half of the conversation saying but there's still love there's still grace there are still people that will love you and you know surround yourself with people that that will be that that help in that situation um because I I remember this one woman at one of my my old churches and any time that she did something wrong she would like stand up in front of church and tell the whole church what she did and I was like I don't think I'll ever have the confidence to do that I mean some things were small some things were probably bigger um and a lot of it actually was just she'd had a bad thought about someone in in church or that she didn't she didn't want there anymore. And she'd just stand up and say, I'm really sorry, but I thought this. I don't believe it, but I thought this about you. And I just want to say that I'm really sorry. And things like that, even thoughts, we don't we forget that we need to forgive. We need to ask for forgiveness because we have thought things that people would not know about unless we said something. Um, So it's about that accountability. And if you've got someone in your life that you can be accountable to, your level of freedom will just skyrocket, um, I think. I definitely need to work on that myself. But it's just she's always that woman's always stuck in my mind as those kind of nudged me to be like, yeah remember remember this remember her honesty remember her her striving for the truth and her recognizing that it's not what she actually believes and what she should believe about people um so yeah that's so bold I love that it really is (laughs) I had the the confidence to just step out and do that because it's it's not being afraid of of judgment from people. No. Just saying what what you you thought about and and hoping people will just forgive you for it. And yeah. But she'd always be like, "I'm I'm sorry for hurting you, but I but I know what I'm doing by speaking it out means that I can be forgiven by God wow. because I have I have been honest and she didn't care if people forgive forgive her for it Mm -hmm. 
that she just wanted she just wanted God's forgiveness and at the end of the day you're right we shouldn't be scared of judgment we're so we're so kind of focused on the judgment of this world that we're not we're not looking at the judgment of God and yeah it's so much it's so much bigger than we would ever imagine and we're so focused on the now and not on the future and you know if we if we knew what was to come then we would live our lives so differently and um and just in in terms of forgiveness we'd just be so much more on it with it um yeah I just wish I could be more like that woman (laughs) wow really cool I want to meet her (laughs) you can she's great Yeah, something I I just wanted to touch on. So for people that perhaps are listening and don't believe in God, um, I mean, this is a whole other discussion we can have another time, but um, many people may ask, well, why why has God let this happen to me? Um, Why has God let this person hurt me? and yeah, how what how would you answer that first, and then I'll I'll come in and. I think I've thought that a lot in my life, if I'm honest, and I don't necessarily think I have the complete answer for it. Um, but what I do know is the God that I know is good, and the God that I know is with me in those moments, and feels what I feel. And wants me to be okay. Mm. And from my experience, things that have happened have seemed really dark at the time, but have been used for incredible good. Mm. And I don't think that God orchestrates suffering. I don't believe that um we have a fallen world um we have free will and that that in itself is God's grace because he wants us to live a life that that we want you know he's not looking for robot followers mm-hmm. we have a choice and I think that is so beautiful because he didn't have to give that up he didn't have to give us up, but he he loves us anyway. Even we could go our whole lives and not know him or love him. And yet he would still love us the same as he would love a devote Christian. And I think, you know, as Christians, we do we do suffer still, and sometimes even more than non-Christians do. But I don't think God's behind that. I don't think God's yeah as I say orchestrated it or not particularly wanting it but I have grown massively through suffering and being disappointed purely because I've had to learn to forgive and without that forgiveness process without having situations in my life that um have led me to feeling disappointed and angry and frustrated and bitter. I wouldn't have known who I was without those situations. 
because my identity is is in God and and because of his love and his acceptance of me nothing else matters to me like my relationship with God is is all that matters and yeah if things come up that try and tear me down fine <laughs> bring it on <laughs> but I, I I wouldn't of course I would love a life without suffering and I would love all of my relationships with people to be perfect but that's not the reality of the world we live in and personally I kind of like this authentic life that we live that mm. you know things go wrong and I'm, I'm not saying I, I love suffering but I think God's given us such an authentic purpose in life and an authentic experience where we can just press in to our passions and and to him and without that you know it would just feel boring <laughs> and maybe that's not the answer people are looking for it doesn't it's not a this happens because but I don't necessarily you know I don't know everything as doesn't know everything but from my experience um God doesn't want us to suffer but when we do he restores everything from it mm -hmm. yeah. in time yeah. so yeah that's probably my very complex not short answer <laughs> I completely agree with what you've said you've pretty much touched on most things I would have said if I had answered first I think God takes what the enemy intends for evil and turns it around and yeah you know, you know like what doesn't kill you makes it stronger <laughs> like it's like, <laughs> yeah. it's like when we go through things um and we like I know I'm really bad like when I'm struggling with something I sometimes step away a little bit from God mm. and um not properly step away from the faith but um I find that when I'm happy I'm more dependent on God than when I'm sad which is completely opposite to most people but um it's actually after that going through that I'm like wow I've I need to go closer towards God and I think whenever we go through um a trial that we end up stronger from it we we learn a lot more um and our relationship with God just strengthens and we grow mm. and yeah I just think even though like the saying everything happens for a reason can be really hurtful if you're going through something I believe things happen and it's just about trusting God's plan with it that there is there is a good side of this of this problem that you're going through and that you will overcome it um, it just reminds me of um um something that was said in Brave Surrender, um, it's a book by Kim Walker-Smith and it says, um, his version of justice 
doesn't focus focus on punishing wrongdoing but on the restoration of what was lost or damaged by it and I think we yeah we shouldn't live in in the past in that in that case and we should try and view it as God does that you know he is going to restore what was lost or damaged um and that might be through healing a relationship that might be helping us to move on from a relationship um with with a family member or with a just a random person um but it could just be in the everyday like if someone i guess got a bit of road rage you need to forgive them for that <laughs> um if so you know a lot of forgiveness has to come from a lot of driving experience from what I have noticed <laughs> and I think <laughs> even in the everyday like God restores that you know in that moment when you're so frustrated with someone you feel so angry and your time is taken up and your brain and your thinking time is just completely consumed by that that bitterness and I think even in the small things like that Obviously, we've spoken quite a lot about like the huge things that require forgiveness. But in something as small as that, asking for forgiveness and giving that time back to God, just a, just a mind, mind time, thinking time back to God, he can restore things just like so easily. I think we just we just forget that he's in the little things too. Like he he potentially could give you something later that day that brings you complete and utter joy. And actually we wouldn't pair the two together that he's restored that, that mindset, but actually he has, and we don't give him enough credit for what he has restored in our lives in the little and in the big things, because we're so focused on, Oh great. I feel better now. Move on. And we, you know, part of forgiveness is learning how to, be in a rhythm of reflection and a rhythm of discipleship where we can share those little things and what I love about my small group every week is we talk about like one of the highlights of the week and then one thing that we struggled with each week and sometimes when I'm like saying it out loud I've realized they've actually been connected and that this thing I've struggled with then something that was my highlight actually was God restoring what I had felt in that kind of dark moment of, of my week. And until you really speak it out and share it, you don't notice it. So I think what I would encourage everyone to do is to, to keep kind of reflecting every week of something of the way you felt and it's okay to acknowledge how you felt in those moments because otherwise we cannot we cannot move on we cannot progress in in our forgiveness and in our level of freedom that that statement right at the start talked about um but yeah just reflect on things that you struggled with and try and pinpoint things that have brought you joy or have brought you peace and just just see if they're connected because God is always working um, and in the small things as well as the big things. I actually, uh, this happened earlier on in the podcast recording, but I I kept like hearing Psalm 73 and I've never read this. <laughs> I think so. And I ignored it and then I heard it again. So 
It says here, surely God is good to Israel, to those who are pure in heart. But as for me, my feet had almost slipped. I had nearly lost my foothold. For I envied the arrogant when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. They have no struggles. Their bodies are healthy and strong. They are free from common human burdens. They are not plagued by human ills. And then it goes on. And I, it sort of reminded me of like bitterness towards other people. But where am I going with this? <laughs> um, <laughs> I was just thinking of like, you know how people do good and they they think they'll be rewarded for that and then sometimes bad people get rewarded even though they've yeah. done things I think it sort of links with that how this person um is clearly bitter towards people because they are not going through struggles they are not um they are not the same as him and yet perhaps he is I mean I know nothing about this psalm but just came to me and I thought I'd share so yeah it's about um about not being bitter towards people and again this, this relates as well with forgiveness and um in Matthew 18 21 to 22 it says then Peter came to Jesus and asked Lord how many times shall I forgive my brother or sister who sins against me up to seven times Jesus answered I tell you not seven times but 77 times and that just that just shows how important it is to forgive and how it again like we previously said it's not a one-time thing to forgive and it's something that we have to do and as a daily process um and yeah I was thinking about how we could sort of give some advice to anyone listening mm-hmm. um so what something that me and Hannah have spoken about is about writing a letter and whether you post it to that person or not is completely up to you and obviously pray about it and see what you think is right for you but writing a letter and writing it out of love and not out of hate and saying um I forgive you for this thing and showing that person love whether you post it or not whether they read it or not can be a really yeah great thing that can free you from that struggle whatever that is yeah I think like as you were saying earlier like that is that commitment of forgiveness and maybe that the letter writing would come kind of further down the line for some people mm. um I know for myself it, it comes down like further down the line um but I think kind of drawing back to that psalm that you read at right at the end it says my flesh and my heart may fail but God is my strength of my heart and my portion forever and I think that if you are struggling with how to actively forgive and we don't have all the answers we you know we don't have loads of tips (laughs) necessarily because we this is something that we 
are still journeying through ourselves. Um, I think just a reminder that, you know, in verse 26, it says that, yes, we fail. That's the first acknowledgement of it. The second half of it is saying, but actually it's, it's your strength, not mine. Mm. And something like writing a letter will have to be done in God's strength. Yeah. Um, because we physically cannot do that ourselves, um, especially when it's such a huge thing. Um, and even in the little things, you know, we need God's strength on a daily basis just to survive. So don't worry if you have to ask for God's strength just to forgive someone who looked at you funny when you walk past them and you don't know who they are. Don't worry if that's something you need to ask God's strength for because we all are going through different things and struggle with different aspects of life. Um, but he will, God will always have enough for us, enough strength for us. Mm. And the fact that it says, you know, my portion forever, you know, he, he won't overwhelm us with this sense of you're going to have to forgive all at once and whatever. Mm. Portions are about small bite-sized things that we take from him you know can be every day every week every month that we tackle and we we accept from him his grace and his love and his strength and his wisdom and discernment as well um of our actions and you know i just want to invite you to to accept that portion of him because god is so mighty and all-knowing and all-powerful and it can seem really overwhelming especially if you're new to, to faith and um can feel like a massive demand but just take that little portion um take that one step of faith and you'll find find yourself beginning to feel freedom mm. and working through those level of levels of freedom um and it doesn't have to start from a church service on a Sunday it can start from in the middle of the night when you're up and feeling feeling upset or when you can't sleep because your your mind is overcrowded it can be any time of day you just say to God Lord I need you come and work in me we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us amen <laughs> amen so Shall we pray for anyone listening? Unless there's anything else yeah. we can add. No, I think let's pray. That's a good idea. Okay. Father, I just want to um, lift up to you everyone who's listening today. I want to thank you for their life. Thank you for their purpose. Thank you that you love them just as much as you love me. Thank you that no matter what space we are in emotionally, mentally, physically, that we can come to you with all of our burdens, with all of our baggage and that you offer up your son for us. Thank you that on the cross, Jesus was thinking of us, of, of your name specifically, whoever's listening to this, that he was thinking of you on that cross. Thank you, Jesus, that you love us so intensely and sincerely. We pray for anyone who's listening that has kind of been nudged by this notion of forgiveness, we pray that you would, yeah, 
enter into them today and um, we pray for open hearts and minds and ears to listen to what you have to say and God we pray we pray that they would trust the process Lord that you would be in that process restoring everything that's been lost and broken throughout their life Lord whether they are 10 years old or 90 years old Lord there's no amount of baggage that is too much for you I pray that they would not feel overwhelmed but feel completely and utterly embraced by you Amen. yeah lord i just thank you for the amazing conversation that we've had today and i pray that whoever's listening that they can feel your love lord that they can feel your peace you are a god of peace you are a god of miracles and there's nothing that you can't do lord um yeah no matter how much someone is struggling with you lord can can take away those struggles you can support anyone who needs your strength lord um and i just pray that in this time of 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 acceptance of acknowledgement of forgiveness um that that you lord will will be there for anyone that's listening that you lord will be there when people are perhaps being vulnerable and opening up and i pray i pray for your peace lord to anyone listening listening i pray for for them to feel your love with open arms and your protection and yeah i pray in your name lord jesus amen amen